Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with March 7, 1911, Part 1, pages 84 and 85. March 7, 1911, Part 1. First of all, we must make every effort to enhance the development of each of our members and to see that each receives the training and education he needs to enhance all his natural and supernatural gifts, keeping in mind, of course, the type of work he is to do, the task which he intends to perform, and so on. Moreover, we need to train each one in some particular field. It is only through holy, fully mature, well-trained, and educated individuals who have developed into valuable persons that we can hope to influence other people. But with personal development, we must not lose sight of another goal, that these well-trained and well-educated people also be prepared to live in community, to live and work with others. The effort expended in developing the individual talents of our members and training them for community life will prove a valuable asset to the whole congregation, not diminish it in any way. We do not propose to seclude or isolate ourselves from people or to surround ourselves with high walls and wear distinctive habits in order to dedicate ourselves entirely to prayer. What we mean to do is to live a, a pious interior spiritual life and at the same time an active, intensely productive life. Our model is Jesus himself, not only working quietly in his home in Nazareth, not only the Jesus who mortified himself, spending 40 days in the desert, often passing entire nights in prayer, but also the Jesus who worked hard, who wept and suffered, Jesus out among the crowds, visiting the towns and villages, reaching out to sinners and the simple folk, as well as to the learned, the righteous, and the rich. Jesus teaching and refuting the objections of the Pharisees. Jesus seeking the lost sheep. Jesus suffering persecution and being forced to go into hiding to avoid the hatred of his enemies. We also intend to follow the example of St. Paul, his active life, his boldness and fearlessness. Wherever we happen to be, even in prison or in exile, we intend to preach Christ and not to abandon our way of life. Who knows what we shall encounter in this life for the sake of Christ? What hardship and persecution lie in store for us? We must be ready for anything. And so we need people who are filled with energy, active and independent, but also prudent and resourceful, able to see this world and people with the eyes of faith, and always remaining steadfastly intent on achieving their goal, faithful to the spirit of their enterprise until death, until they are eternally united to God. We need the sort of people who, even if exiled or deported by the government, would be immediately capable of standing on their own feet, of organizing their life in such a way as to continue gathering people around them, who, even if they should be completely cut off from their colleagues, would still be able to live their religious life, to walk in the ways of God, and to draw others to do so. 
people who would not become apathetic or careless in their vocation, but would inspire other souls toward a higher and more spiritual way of life. Even though we intend to work primarily among our own people, yet we should have a truly Catholic heart, able to embrace the whole church and the whole world. If it be God's will that our superiors send us to another country, or that the government send us into exile, we must immediately set to work there to learn the local language and try to gain an understanding of the needs, desires, aspirations, and spirit of the people among whom we find ourselves. We should devote ourselves to these people with all our hearts, just as if they were our own brothers and carry on the work of Christ among them. If they persecute you in one town, take refuge in the next. That's from Matthew uh, chapter 10, verse 23. Well, in this first part of this entry, Blessed George reflects once again on making sure the members are formed and educated well to have an influence on the people of today. But as members of a religious community, it is important that the members can live together in harmony. We remember in the gospel some disagreements that the apostles had among themselves. This is an important part of living the religious life, living in community. Our congregation is not a monastic order, like uh, living in enclosed, an enclosed cloister. We are an active apostolic religious community. We follow the example of Jesus, who was an, an itinerant preacher and who often worked his miracles on the streets. Uh, Blessed George is also inspired by the example of St. Paul, the Apostle, who undertook a number of apostolic journeys. He worked as a bishop in different cities. He wrote many of the books of the New Testament. He also suffered a great deal for the sake of the Gospel. Blessed George speaks of members who can continue to spread the good news even in exile and under very difficult circumstances. He also writes of having a heart that is open to God's will, uh, even if we, the, even to have a willingness to relocate if necessary, to go where the need is greatest. Wherever we go, the Lord will have some work for us to accomplish. Our founder, St. Stanislaus Papczynski, said a similar thing. Christ, I go there, wherever you call me. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org journal. That's thedivinemercy.org journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.